0: This is the playbook. Welcome to the playbook here at The Win in Las Vegas, the Blue Wire Studios, my great partners. And I'm David Meltzer with a man that you have to love, even though his name is Lee Haight.
1: Hey, got a lot of haters, (laughs) but
0: I'm a lover, guys, I swear. He's easy to love. Thank you, Lee. He's the CEO of RRCA, which is the roofing and sky diamonds university king and captain welcome my friend hey man thanks for having me brother well i had to have you because at your core uh, and i always look at people's skills their knowledge of who and what and their desire uh where and why you're successful is your skills knowledge and desire are aligned with my mission to empower others to empower others to be happy but not just to be happy in the same way i'm trying to make people happy by making a lot of money yeah helping a lot of people and most importantly for you and i as we do more and more together it's always so much fun you know how did you get there to have such a mission you know as a roofer basically a sales guy yeah selling solar and roofing right yeah
1: but well it all started when you know my dad was in the car business i looked up to the gms in the car lot you know the white collar guys, the salesman. So like I'd get in trouble as a kid. My dad would make me read the book by Augment Mandino, the greatest salesman in the world. So um, basically some tough times in our family happened. My dad actually got booted and he had to make a rebound and he got into the roofing industry. And basically he rebuilt his life and him and his brother built a really successful roofing company. So growing up, I actually was 14 years old. I can remember going out there in the truck with the sales guys, just to want to be one of the guys, you know, just, and the way I could get a little respect would be to get him a lead, yeah. go out there and knock a the, door. Then they love the hater. Yeah, <laughs> and I can remember too, like my dad's, one of the first years that he was trying to establish himself in the business, I'd be hanging out with him during the summer and I literally was the sympathy clothes. Yeah, I was that's that guy, so good. it's like the little boy and there will be blood. You know, there's so many different lessons and uh,
0: especially in the roofing and solar business, there's a lot of historical successes that are created by the lessons of our predecessors, the great Zig Ziglar, Dennis Waitley. Uh, you know all of these great books that you've read. What are some of the basics of sales?
1: Number one basic has to be how bad do you want it?
0: The desire that you must be what you can be.
1: And then I would say that. I think you talked about it before, but it's first person you got to sell is yourself in the mirror. You got to have faith that that person that you're servicing is better with you than without you. And if you're not certain on that, and that comes with creating the man that you want to be so that you can have that certainty.
0: And you started at such a young age. And yes, like everyone else on earth, you've had challenges,
1: mm, tons uh, of challenges, man. And I, I, I was sort of a silver spoon kid that had a little bit of entitlement issues, just like. All these Millennials and Gen Y's developing work ethic yes I had skills yes I would go out there in the streets and kind of knock doors but I wasn't consistent I got in trouble and almost uh, got kicked out of high school failed out of college and here I was on rock bottom and you know my dad my mom they said sober up young man you know be real like you're gonna do this the right way they made me go to meetings and get a sponsor and then I started in the business. I, I built character confidence and I felt like learned actually how to have a voice at telling my story in them silly meetings. But
0: you know what's so interesting is that you know, I have studied uh, one of my previous business partners was constantly in and out of recovery programs and learned the twelve steps myself and utilized the twelve steps, not for recovery in my purpose,
1: but for life. Oh, let me tell you my favorite one of all of them. Yeah. Okay. My favorite one. It's actually something I've been harping on with my people, I call it the 12th step of <laughs> like, like a beautiful, a- It's a beautiful concept. If somebody gives you something and it makes your life better, it's your responsibility to give it away. Otherwise, right. you might not keep it.
0: I love it, and what we give to others, we give to ourselves. And I talk about acknowledgement in its simplest form, which is aligned with that, and the acknowledgement that we want in our lives is that we don't acquire the knowledge unless we don't have it anymore. And it's just not giving it away where I think it's a completely applicable and with your academy and how you coach people, uh, acquiring the knowledge occurs by not having it anymore, which means that we should look at when we lose things, when they're manipulated, stolen or cheated from us, where's the light, the love and the lessons in that. Mm. And that creates this true acknowledgement, the ability to acquire the knowledge, uh, in that essence, you would need to be ready, for example, the 12 steps. They work, it's proven to work, but they don't work if you don't have the desire to make them work and do the work. How do we get people to have the desire to make things work and do the work?
1: And I think the honest to God truth is you have to be the example. It's the strength and energy that you put into the world a lot of times will lift people up, but it's also sharing your stories, sharing the people that you impact stories. And you know, me, like I'll be real with, you Like, the biggest reason why I started as a coach was I had a mentor. I looked up to it. Like, we had this heated family rivalry. It was my dad's company versus my uncle's. My uncle was the $100 million guy. We were kind of the smaller ragtag group. it's like, man, I'm going to build a company like him one day. But I always was learning, always was watching. One day he committed suicide. Your uncle. My uncle. Yeah. And what you're talking about is basically when I'm sitting there listening to my dad give a eulogy at his at his – funeral I'll look around and I see all the different companies owners and salespeople from other companies that had started with his company maybe branched off started their own company and you're talking about thousands and just kind of like a domino effect a wave of impact in the world and when he left what he gave me what he gave my family was sort of an education and and I took that moment in time to say you know what i'm gonna carry the torch um at the time i was a big follower of grant cardone and and you know i had been following reading his books early on and i'm like you know in a in a ride to the funeral i I actually reached out to had this idea to call him sell him a roof they sold me training it was the first time i'd reach outside to hire a coach didn't ask my dad's permission yeah and um ended up doing a whole bunch of projects for grant and it was commit now figured out later because i had a coaching bill i didn't know what to do with it and I started actually coaching contractors, coaching roofers. And people were like, dude, what are you doing? Giving away your tr- secrets. You should spend time on your own money, on your own job, on your own company. Who are you? You know, my uncle was way more successful. And when he would passed away, they literally called me names. And, you know, the imposter syndromes that come up. I mean, that was a big deal in the beginning. You talk about failures. When I first started coaching, my business went backwards because I f- shifted my attention, didn't have the leadership team. Now actually one year of having my my first successful coaching year, I lost a million dollars in my regular business and I had to really reevaluate. And the truth was, you know, I wanted to be sort of a new age guy, but I didn't understand marketing. I didn't have the social media brand. I wasn't the man that I needed to be and I had a long ways to go. So, you know, that was eight years ago. And it's it's been a great journey. But we were at when we started, it was like a eight to ten million dollar company. We're we're a hundred million dollar roofing company now. We've generated four hundred million dollars in results through our students at Sky Diamonds University. It's typically like someone that's starting a contracting company, or has a roofing company, or wants to take their roofing company to the next level. And then we just give them our business systems, our marketing, our recruiting. We coach them through, and you know it's crazy. The guys that take it seriously all get insane results, and so it's been really rewarding for me because I've always found if I am having someone watch, I perform better. <laughs> right. I'm like a little bit of a narcissist there, I guess. Or an athlete. Or an <laughs> athlete, yeah. Either way, either way, I can remember being 19 and having this guy for the first time, they're like, hey, Lee, take this guy out, train him, show him what the business is like. We sold five deals that day. So I was like, what? Is this some sort of gift from God's luck, beginner's luck? Let me, let me feed off your beginner's luck. I need, I need another beginner. Right. You ever find that when you have a good sales rep to hire that some something happens and it's just like the easiest day and a deal pops in their lap so that they like know that this is the
0: right move? That's why I have people around me at all times. And uh, it, it's an amazing effect, an effect. It's called the witness effect. When we pay attention and give attention uh, to something or someone, it actually elevates that something or someone and gives the coincidences and consequences. Because when someone's watching us, we have to pay attention and give intention to the consequences or coincidences. And that witness provides that opportunity actually for us. Now, one thing that you said is a subtlety of success. And I find that anyone that has reached the realm that we have in that over 100 million club, you know, I always say there's different clubs, right? It's, you know, the zero to 1 million, the one to three, the three to 10, 10 to 30, 30 to 100, 100 to 300, 300 to a billion. And those are the jumps that I see. And it takes a different mindset each step or plateau of the way and you've made it like i have to a certain plateau but there's always be more
1: well i'm in the middle of the fight of my life right now there's right. legislation changing in florida right. blaming it all on the roofers they're changing laws and putting my picture calling me public enemy number one like i'm hey, your last name's hate it's yeah. easy right <laughs> insurance companies like <laughs> it's all the roofers faults but you know there's six seven of the major insurance companies that have actually gone out of business in florida but they're back there's reinsurance it's plenty of money we do roofing and solar we're good but it's been a challenge, you know, going from last year 65 million, this year 100 million, with all these changes across the board. You talk about recession, um, you know. I don't, I don't really know how much it affects my industry because it, it's more opportunity to connect with good people. But you know, I do see these changes. Like, there's a lot of things coming down, and there's a lot of there's there's some scary things happening even this week. There's scary things
0: every single day. And I always tell people, if you can tell me exactly what's going to happen tomorrow, I know how to make a billion dollars, but no one's ever been able to do that with any certainty. As a salesperson, one of the inherent characteristics is the lack of patience. Mm. So you talked about building your coaching business, the academy, uh, but the first year you look back and say, what am I doing? It cost me a million dollars to start my business to start my you business shift
1: your attention yeah and it's like the art of war like you, you 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 split your your duties and I just didn't have enough lieutenants I hadn't trained enough like uh Calvary. and but you couldn't have gotten to where you are without that loss
0: in that year and as a salesperson we love the in, you know forget the fanfare mm-hmm. forget the community watching us cheering us we love the instant gratification and in money that occurs in sales. So it's even a bigger leap for people like you, Lee, to have the patience to learn from a year. In the second year, I'm sure, you might have even just broke even, Mm -hmm. but when it starts aggregating, compounding, and accelerating, eight years later, you start seeing jumps like from 65 million to 100 million instead of from 650,000 to a million. Now, it's the exact same percentage of growth, it's just you need to do the work to get to 65 million and those percentages really pay off when you get to those. They levels. do,
1: man. And what's crazy is, is like the stress, the personalities, the situations. Yeah, they can be more intense, but overall, life is more fun. Yeah, I mean, the bigger the business you have, the more people that you have to. You know, I had Jocko at my last event. You're gonna be speaking at this event. I'm very pumped up. But he told me he sat down with me at lunch and he was like, "Dude, I don't do anything else that someone else can do," and you know, just basically. It's, it's the biggest challenge that my guys, the blue collars have, they, they, they get their happiness out of working with their hands. They get their happiness out of servicing the customer. Maybe that they become salespeople and they get their happiness out of just the process of being their number one salesman within their company that can sell it and service it. And they just love it. But that also holds them back because they can't let go.
0: Right. And I have an even further statement beyond Jocko's right. I won't do something that i don't like to do if i don't like to do it i'm gonna pay someone to do it there you go E-E, right and so f- for me it's like if i could pay someone to worry for me i i would pay for sure because that's the biggest detriment to my success and my potential um now you just mentioned a really important thing we're going to be doing an event together mm-hmm. in fort myers florida yeah uh, i believe it's september 1st through 3rd mm-hmm. and it's the blue collar
1: american dream oh my god uh, just to me um, the blue collar American dream is dying. I believe that people look at blue collar as working class, as working with their hands. They think a factory worker. That's not yeah. how I think of blue collar. That's not how I was as a blue collar, right? We're entrepreneurs still. We apply sales strategies still, but I've met so many of my students that started on the roof. So why are, as Americans, have we take shop classes out of high school, pushed our youth away from learning how to work with their hands? Because sometimes If you work with your hands, you pay attention. You get into a mentorship, apprenticeship. You learn how to communicate. You learn how to service. You realize, man, I've got some value, and then you become something else. And I just think so many people in these younger generations want to skip steps. They don't want to go through that. And, you know, my goal is to raise the status of blue-collar entrepreneurs. And we tell people, like, dude, we fix big problems for big paychecks. We don't do the roofs. We sell the roofs. (laughs) But at the same time, dude, like there's a – multi-billion dollar recession-proof opportunity for anyone, for online marketers, for people that wanna work and close from home. And I'm just trying to get the word out there. We do crazy things. Um, I'll be honest with you, man. One of the biggest important reasons why you're there is because mental health is very important to me. My mom's a counselor. And like I said, my uncle died of suicide. It's how it all started. And so I believe like when COVID happened, I, I made a real shift and I started taking my fitness a lot more seriously. So I got into martial arts. It's a lot of fun. So at our events, For our networking, we have fights. We have cage. I actually got in the cage last year. I'm going to be getting in the cage this year. A forest grip. Griffin, he told me he was
0: going to come into the cage with you.
1: Oh, God. Well, <laughs> hopefully I can move my Here's head. Should I bring Michael Chandler? <laughs> no. Uh, I'll, I'll take Forrest. I'll take my uh, chances. Yeah, yeah. I,
0: I won't even take my chance with Forrest. Not with a nose like this. Yeah. It's too big of a target. I got a big nose, too. Dude. I think I, I, think no, no, I got your big. No, you have beat. a small face, brother. I look okay. at like things positively. All right. Uh, but the American Dream, beyond being a blue collar, the yeah. modern-day blue collar, uh, people talk about the American Dream. And one of the things I love about you and why I want to participate in the blue-collar American dream is that I don't want people to discount America or the American dream. I travel the whole world, as you know, speak around the whole world. Everybody wants to live in
1: America. We have the best. They talk
0: shit, but they want to live in America. Right. And there's no other place that there's two guys like you and I Mm -hmm. that literally have a possibility of being the richest man in the world, Mm -hmm. have a possibility of being the president of the country, we have a possibility of changing the world, saving the world, inspiring the world, and it doesn't matter if I was lying in my car, high on crack, I still have that dream that can be unleashed, Mm. and I see it, and I want more people to unleash the dream and that's why I really am excited about doing more events with you. Absolutely, you and I are aligned with not only the blue collar side of things because yeah. you won't find anyone more consistent. I'm like a roofer, right? I'm yeah. hammering every guy. Well,
1: you did day. business. You you did real estate development. Yeah, you of got course. construction experience. Oh yeah. So I've, tell I've me a little bit about <laughs> about you know you're a lot of people might look at you as a white collar guy, but applying it to that to that construction world and that real estate development world, I mean, what are the lessons that you you picked up? yeah well you know first first of all cost of goods like at a high level in business
0: you you really learn about cost of goods itself that's where you can get killed in this killed and then two you really understand labor Mm. right it's important and and big things with
1: labor happening right now too in my state
0: i bet and those are the two areas that i learned about that i think a lot of white collar or you know look at a guy who's highly educated right a very academic background with Mm -hmm. my family being academic but there's margins to be made in supply chain, right. in cost of goods, and there's margins to be made in labor. If you look and pay attention and give attention to those two areas. So on the construction side and the development side, those were two things I kind of overlooked. Mm-hmm. right? You just assume. Mm-hmm. And then on the real estate side, the real thing that I've learned is to know my timing and
1: risk tolerance. There you go
0: you know when you're there's always good deals in real estate mm-hmm. if you know your timing and risk tolerance so market interest rates could be high market could be slow demand could be low demand could be high historically the roadmap is set so to have mentorship from someone like you on all three of those areas of number one how do i deal with cost of goods two how do i deal with people you mm-hmm. talked about mental health that's just one of the reasons you're bringing me you bring other people in to talk about How do we get the most out of our labor? Mm -hmm. And then even more importantly, what is your timing and risk tolerance in life? And with all the changes that go on, Mm -hmm. big changes in Florida, California, same thing. Mm -hmm. How can we still make a lot of money, help a lot of people and have a lot of fun utilizing those? You just have to have the
1: idea that pressure makes diamonds. And that's sort of like when the douche guru gets in the cage, if he gets beat up, that would be (laughs) kind of funny for everybody to watch. But at the same time, there's almost no more pressure than that, forget about how many, people actually jump in the program. I I feel more pressure in that moment. And it's a reflection that risk is the down payment for success and that you gotta bet on yourself. And you know, the reality is, is like, we live in this world and this opportunity, I've seen how you have leveraged your audience. And a lot of my guys, they're just honestly too worried about what everybody else thinks to let themselves go, just to put themselves out there. And so a lot of times, like I'm on your podcast now and I love it, but I hold their hand, guide them to telling their story. And, and a lot of times this is the beginning of, of sort of like a, a journey, just like it was a journey for me over the last eight years. I really wasn't taking social media seriously. I was just an organic business door to door guy, but, uh, applying social media really was the, the one of the good to great accelerators. Yeah. I think a lot of traditional blue
0: and white collar workers don't realize the size, scope and scale of an audience, whether it be on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, fan pages, reels, whatever it is, TikTok. Uh, Every single time, no matter what platform it was, Lee, as I grew and grew my brand, I always look backwards and say, man, I discounted how big the size, scope and scale of the audience is on YouTube, on anywhere. And so one of the encouraging things is for great blue collar guys like yourself worth over $100 million a year, just kicking butt, uh, have realized that, hey, I have a lot to feed uh, the community with. And building that community with the
1: vision that you have like by having the american uh well here's how i know there's a thirst for it okay the people from hollywood reached out to me a few years ago and they said we want you for a reality tv show Go okay yeah. blah, blah, blah. <laughs> visit them uh they produced all these good documentaries this thing like uh, uh, they were the uh deadliest catch producers and all this stuff but yeah. they had this concept and they were going to take bankers or white-collar guys lawyers and they were going to people that were sick of sitting in a corporate america office job and whatever where you're at but if you're sort of limited and you don't you know get to go out there and you know help people and be outside and do the things maybe you feel hampered so they were going to put them in a blue-collar trade like roofing let me be their apprentice let let them be my apprentice for a week and just kind of shadow me and just sort of like the mix between um uh, dirtiest jobs and sort of like uh, CEO on the job yeah. and uh, undercover boss or whatever and basically me take these bankers and at the end of the week them decide if they wanted to flip their collar if they wanted to go from white collar to blue nice. and the, the show never got produced but we're it'd be a good show flip the collar yeah that's that's <laughs> the whole concept that, that there's a whole ton of people in America um, that uh, want to deploy capital want to deploy their resources and maybe that they're not an online coach maybe they're not a digital marketer maybe they don't want to start an e-com store and if you do have an e-com store, let me tell you, we sell roofs on the internet and they're very expensive. Our average roofing solar combo deal is about sixty dollars to $80,000. And there's a lot of margin and opportunity there. You can sell them without even leaving your comfort of your home. So that's sort of the big picture. What we're trying to do is, you know, you yeah. know, strong math. Yeah.
0: Well, anyway, I am super excited about joining you September 1st through September 3rd. At the Blue Collar American Dream event, we are going to empower others to empower others. We're going to teach people how to make a lot of money, help a lot of people, and have a lot of fun. And I'll tell you that this its not going to be the last thing that you and I are doing. We're going to change the world together. I need more people like Lee Hate. Thank you so much for joining me.
1: Thank you for having me, guys. At the
0: incredible studio here in the lobby of the Wynn Hotel in Las Vegas, I'm David Meltzer.
1: I'm Lee Hate. You can follow me at Lee underscore Hate on Instagram. I'm on YouTube, Lee Hate. Dude, we do crazy door-to-door videos. I fight with insurance companies. I got people coming in my office. We got jujitsu jitsu mats. So you come to a podcast and you can try and choke me out.
0: Check out the show notes if you didn't catch all of that. But he's Lee Hate. You can Google him. He's everywhere. So is his company. So is his event. Check the show notes. Come join me September 1st through 3rd. This is Dave Meltzer with The Playbook.